a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get moving with Maria. Inspiration to spend a few minutes each day to get moving on the small things that can make a big difference in your life. Thank you for joining me today for Let's Get Moving. Today we're going to talk about the power of walking and how to get fit by walking. And with me today, Ashley Walton, who is the co-founder of Jim Bird. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks for having me. You are doing something pretty exciting this month. You have, you're going to hire someone to walk 10,000 steps a day. Tell us, tell us about this whole project. Yes, we are hiring the first ever chief step officer, and we are going to pay somebody $10,000 to work their way up to walking 10,000 steps a day within a month and to share their journey along the way and encourage other people to walk. So what got you started on this? Why did you decide this was a great idea? Yeah, well, walking is an easy, accessible form of exercise for most people. And one of our values at Jimbird is sustainable habits. And so we really wanted to introduce something that is pretty easy and accessible for most people to start a fitness routine or to enhance a fitness routine that they're already doing. Describe why walking is a great way to start and why a lot of people can start that way. Yes, I love talking about walking. There are so many health benefits to walking, and there's so many studies that have been done on the benefits, and I feel like we don't talk about it enough. It can actually lengthen your life expectancy. It can help you boost your immunity. It can help you keep your bones strong. It can fight obesity genes. And it can boost your overall mental health. Studies show that it helps reduce symptoms of anxiety and depression. So for years, people have talked about how that 10,000 steps is kind of that magic number. But this year, within the last few months, I think, there have actually been studies that show you don't have to actually get to that 10,000 to really be seeing some benefits. That's true. And in fact, studies show that brisk walking for just 11 minutes a day has serious health benefits, including lowering your risk of stroke, heart disease, and some cancers. And there are some studies that still show that if you walk um, for 10,000 steps a day, you can reduce your risk of dementia by 50% which is really stunning. So I still recommend that people try for that 10,000 steps a day if they can, but there's certainly health benefits to walking much less than that. Yeah, what are the biggest obstacles that people run into? when they? Is it that people don't want to do the work to get as fit as they should be, or, or what are the challenges that people face? I think the biggest challenge is time. That's what we hear from people, right? It takes a lot of time to walk 10,000 steps a day unless you have a job where you're on your feet all day. And so we recommend really booking time on your calendar and setting aside time in your day to walk or do other forms of exercise. This for women has just been so difficult. You know, they have the kids to manage. They have the house to manage. Oftentimes they have a job to manage as well. So Setting that time aside for themselves has often been really an obstacle. Yes, agreed. I think you're absolutely right. We all have such 
busy, challenging lives. We're always going through something and balancing so many things. And I think you're right that women especially tend to put other people before themselves and struggle to carve out that time. Talk about your company and the 10,000 step journey that people can go on, go with you on if they'd like. Yeah. So Jim Bird's mission is to empower everyone to live healthier, happier lives. And we really want to help people take the next step in their fitness journey with our resources, tips, and techniques. So our hope with the chief step officer role in particular is that we're showing people that fitness belongs to everyone. Anyone can participate and you can get started today. It doesn't have to be some big, huge undertaking. You can start with a walk. So what are some tips for folks? For getting started Where do with you walking. start? Yeah. yeah, how do you start? Yeah, getting started with walking, there's some really easy, simple things you can do, like park further away. That's an easy way to get more steps in. Or walk while you're on the phone with somebody. Or plan walks with friends, right? We're so used to kind of defaulting to getting lunch or dinner or drinks with people, but you can go on a walk with people and... Actually, I think that that can help with the conversation and help keep you present in the moment. I was excited to hear from my sister that she's part of a running group. She goes, well, we call ourselves a running group, but most of us really walk. And that's really a fun thing. They they get together. They go for different types of walks in different areas that are more interesting for them. So they're kind of accomplishing three things. They get to see a new um, walking path. They're together socializing instead of socializing over drinks or or something, and then they're getting their exercise. I love that. And in fact, there's studies that show just that, especially for aging adults, that walking can help with socialization and help with mental health benefits because you're connecting with people and you're getting outside. One of the drawbacks, I think, to talking about walking as far as fitness goes, oftentimes when people want to get started with some sort of fitness routine, they want to lose weight and they think, well, that's just not going to be enough. I, You know, that's going to take me forever. So what do you say to those folks? Yeah, that's a great question. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. What I would say is one of our main values at Jimbird is sustainable habits. And so one of the things we're trying to get away from is quick fixes, right? There's always the fitness trends and there's always the diet crazes. And those things are hard to do sustainably when we're just doing them in short bursts. That's how people mostly do those kinds of fitness routines. And walking is something you can do over time for the rest of your life. It's a sustainable goal. 
And it really can help you build and tone muscle, which does help with weight loss. And walking also helps to fight obesity genes. Um, people who walk regularly, they are able to fight their obesity genes and cut obesity risk by 50%. So that's incredible just in itself, just kind of that boosting of the metabolism and getting your body just running more efficiently. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And, you know, studies also show, and, and I have this personal experience, that walking can also boost your mental function, right? When I need to do an important task before coming to this interview today, I went on a walk and I can tell that I'm able to think more clearly and really focus. What do you tell people as far as shoes go and what, what they're wearing? I mean, I guess for walking, what they're wearing probably isn't nearly as important as the shoes that they select. Right. Yeah. Shoes need to be comfortable. You need to have some cushion, some arch support. I find that, gosh, my shoes have just become more and more cushiony the older that I get. And I just wear tennis shoes everywhere. Um, as far as other clothing, you definitely want to wear things that are comfortable. And if you're walking in weather like rain or you're walking at night, you want to make sure that you're wearing clothes that are brightly colored so that people can see you. Yeah, we maybe should talk about some things to do for safety. Are there some things to consider? Yeah, I think wearing brightly colored clothing is a big one. If you're walking outside using sun protection, so a hat or sunscreen, making sure you hydrate. That's really, really important, especially we're in summer right now. And if you're spending time outside walking, it's so easy to dehydrate. So those are the biggest safety tips. I love my earbuds, but I've learned from experience that they're not always the best thing to have in when I'm out on a walk because you they help you exercise more or walk more quickly because you've got your music going or whatever you're listening to. But they also tune out things that are happening around you. That is so true. And for me personally, I enjoy walking as mindfulness practice. And I find that's hard to do when you have headphones in. And so I like to take a walk and be really mindful of the sights and sounds and feels and smells. And so listening to the birds singing or smelling the freshly cut grass or feeling the sun on my skin those are things that you can really be present in the moment and appreciate. And it's harder to do if you're distracted by something you're listening to on your headphones. Right. I guess it just depends on how quickly you want to walk, right? Uh, but I found, I, I've told this story before, but um, I got into a real, I was doing really well with my walking and I started running and the head, you know, the earbuds really helped kind of pace me a little bit. And then one morning, I'm in a neighborhood and I realize there's a police officer following me in his car and he did it on purpose, I think, just to give me an idea. He said, you know, you had no idea that I was behind you for at least a block. Um, not really safe to have your earbuds in. Oh, I thought wow. that was interesting. So, Yeah, yeah, that's a good He was tip. sending me a message. <laughs> Hello, you have no idea what's going on around you right now. Right. Yeah. Really good tip. And maybe if you're listening to something, even just turning the volume down enough so that you can hear cars, hear people around you for safety. Right. Well, now with electric cars, you don't really hear them as much. They're pretty quiet. That's true. That's really right. true. Good point. So anything that I haven't asked you that you think we should talk about? I'd say the main thing that I want to highlight is just the health benefits of walking. So studies show that it helps improve sleep quality, it relieves stress, it helps relieve symptoms of anxiety and depression, and it just helps 
improve quality of life. So I know sometimes if you're in a, a bad mental state or you're struggling, it can be hard to find that motivation. But I would encourage people to try to get outside and walk. Right. You've described how wonderful the experience is for you, kind of all of your senses at play when you're outside, kind of the mindfulness. Uh, what else could you say to folks or would you say to folks to maybe inspire them to give it a try? I would say don't take walking for granted. Our bodies are very capable and they're also very fragile. And not everyone has the luxury of being able to walk I myself was in a really bad car accident years ago where I had severe nerve damage and had to relearn how to walk. And so every time I go on a walk, I think about how grateful I am to my body to be able to walk in the first place. And I think that can help reframe things coming from a place of gratitude and being thankful for what your body can do. I think your story is so important. I think a lot of us think, oh my gosh, I'm so overweight. Why even bother? So I think just really being grateful that we can walk is such an important message. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Now, how can people get a hold of you or see more about Jim Bird and, and check out this person who's going to be taking the 10,000 steps? Yes, we're really excited about this. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Jim Bird Fit. And you can also follow along at jimbird.com. We will be posting updates and you can follow along in the walking journey of our chief step officer. Ashley, thanks so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.